Good morning, Smooth. Good morning. We're back in the podcast lab. Yeah, absolutely right. I like the way uh, we did the countdown before we started, <laughs> and you picked right up on <laughs> the uh, the Wayne's World uh, mm-hmm. intro. The, si- the silent countdown. <laughs> the silent countdown from two. I was like, in five, four, three, and then I didn't say anything, and you put your hands right up and did two and one. We're in sync. I like that. We're on the same page today. I like that. It's very Man. good. A lot of people don't know that. That ref that uh Wayne's World reference. Well, it's a pretty common thing actually in the um oh video production. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you your only reference was Wayne's World. <laughs> yes. I am a nineties well, I'm an eighties baby and I grew up in front of the TV. So yeah, all right. I'll go with it. What do black people think about Wayne's World? I, I feel think, like that's a... I don't think we have an opinion on it. I, I remember yeah. watching it when I was a kid, my sisters, and we always repeated the part when uh, Cassandra got married in, in the uh, chapel and he was begging on the glass. <laughs> Cassandra! <laughs> Cassandra! And he, doesn't he fall out? I remember. No. I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at it now. Is that the first one or the second one? I think that's the second one. Um, that might be the second one. Because Cassandra, because he he's is got the Cassandra Asian yeah. chick, right? Oh, what's her name? She was a smoke show. She was nice. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, because I think in the beginning, the the build up was they finally got together at the end of the movie, yeah. and in the second movie she was leaving them for some, I guess, some dude. No, that's right. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Cassandra. The rich dude was uh, oh, what's that guy's name? The 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 pretty the, the pretty boy the pretty on Parks and Rec. Boy, they always make. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. What's that guy's name? It's on tip of my tongue. I don't know, but Damn I'm it. not. I'm not naming anybody because our track record for naming people on TV and yeah. movies is terrible. We, you know, we said something else that was wrong. What did we say? I can't remember, but I was listening to one of the podcasts and I meant to write it down. Like, oh, we got to change that, or or say. You know, uh, making the adjustments. Oh, you know what I gotta do? What? We had a a fan who listens to every single show mm-hmm. and gives us a lot of topics. Actually, he wanted me to apologize and make a correction. Oh. So, Dale, this is for you. I was incorrect in saying that Joe Biden supported defunding the police. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, he sent me a video and a clip. I will still hold that he was very slow to react to the riots and condemn them. Uh, I think he was about two months late on that, but he did publicly say that he does not support defunding the police. So I will, uh, I'll take that correction. How long ago was this again? This was, wait, how long ago was what? The correction? No, the, uh, what he said about defunding the police? He gave me a clip that was like, I think it was in July. Yeah, because he's not—he doesn't hold public office. I learned that from the debate. He—he he doesn't hold a public office position right now. He had to give it up to run. No, I know. What are you talking about? I don't know. What are you talking about? It, it was just part of his campaign. He, he, what? It was just part of his campaign. What? What are you talking? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you being weird? I'm not being weird. 
<laughs> Why are you mm. looking at me with those crazy eyes? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> you start that. You are start you here? spouting that. No, it's early morning. I, you know, I hate early morning shows. I hate yeah. early morning shows. We'll do it. We'll do it. Seven in the morning. Seven thirty in the morning. I don't go to bed the four a.m. But you knew we were doing this. It was planned. It was kind of like quasi-planned. No, it wasn't. I called you yesterday. <laughs> I said we're coming. <laughs> and I'm going to do it at 7.30 in the morning. And you said, okay. And in fact, <clears throat> I fully expected that I was going to get here and call your fucking phone. <laughs> and you were not going to answer. And I was just going to leave. But well, surprisingly... The first time I called you, you answered. Were you up or did I wake you up? Well, you said you were going to be here at 730. Yeah. So I set my alarm for seven o'clock. And you were up. 715, 720, <laughs> it's 725. You just set multiple alarms? Is yes. that really what you did? Yes. That's and, hilarious. Uh, and I was up. Ready to go. We so. haven't done a face-to-face recording and. I know. Like Not m- since the uh, crossover Probably show. a month and a half. Well, that, well, oh. I guess they, they don't, you're right. You're right. It was a crossover show. Yeah. Well, our show, we haven't done yeah, in a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. We were together during the interview on the Real Minority Report, mm-hmm. which, by the way, a lot of people are liking that. We should do more of that. Yeah. Well, uh, Keith was saying we should do uh, probably like once a month, which mm-hmm. is fine. We should do some other shows, too. <laughs> I like Keith. I'm minority for it. Yeah, we got to um, do some more of those maybe. And we got to start having guests. I like having guests. I'm okay. going to start doing that. I, well, I know that a lot of people want to be guests. Well, you can't just have anybody on. I no, mean, I mean, a thing. lot of people. Some of them are going to have some good topics. Though, some of them are going to be good. It's not about topics, though. It's more about the personality. Oh, like, you don't man. want somebody to get on mic and just sit there and be weird and nervous. You know? Yeah. I know what you mean. It, it just so. stops the flow of the show. Oh. Can make it real awkward. <clears throat> this is true. So, so, but I got a couple people in mind. Good, I like it. Um, um, what else? I don't know. I've been in a funk lately. Yeah, I'm in a little. I'm in a little funk. It's gonna take a while for me to get into the show. Like I'm, I'm here, but I'm a little foggy. Yeah. I got coffee today. And I'm just it's okay. Coffee too. Mm-hmm. I would say it's like. Top five cups you made? Well, I actually measured this one out. So I did uh, 42 grams of coffee per 700 grams of water. <laughs> I made a chemistry experiment out of it. <laughs> so now we're um, going to go. So I'm now I'm back to actually measuring. And then, you know, after you measure, you tinker with it a little bit. So I might bump it up to like 50 grams of coffee, 55, for 700 milligrams. Actually, I did 42 grams of coffee, and I was about like almost 800 milligrams water instead of 700 i went up a little bit so i might i might bump it up to 60 grams of coffee i had a uh i've been trying to like reach out to coffee companies mm-hmm. for sponsorships mm-hmm. and uh you know i email them or i'll call them or something and the the one got back to me and basically told me to fuck off and said your show sucks and there's no way we're ever gonna <laughs> put it, really? let, let you uh, advertise our coffee on your show. <laughs> really? <laughs> I won't say the company's name. But... Write it down. Because <laughs> I want to know. <sighs> really? Is that what they said? Yeah. Wow. What were the exact words? 
Uh, you can't read that. That was really What bad. the fuck kind of writing is that? Uh, well, it's just this, our lab right now is precarious. Mm, okay. Um, uh, wanna... oh, oh, so, so what did the email say exactly? Did they listen to episode you're one? Because maybe episode one was you're just not turned. good for us. Basically. You're oh, I saw them. I saw them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's what gave me the idea. Because they oh. started a campaign in Philly. Where are they from? I think you're from New York or somewhere. So they said, "What? What did the email say?" It said, "Can like, you pull it up?" No, I deleted it. It irritated me, and it's in garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find it. I want to read it. I want to read it in its entirety. Huh? All right. I want to read it, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find it for you. All right. Well, now I gotta read it because <laughs> damn, they said our show was garbage, huh? No, it's not what they said. They basically said, fuck off. We don't want your show advertising. Not that it was bad. Probably because we say dick too much or fuck. I don't know. They don't they don't like that. They're trying to keep up an image. Who knows? Oh, it's it's part of the sales game, dude. You just get rejected all the time. But it is what it is. Because we curse a lot. A lot of people don't like that. Instagram just did it to us. Oh, yeah. Instagram did do it. But still. Yeah, fuck Instagram. Like Insta- so Instagram will post pictures of naked women. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, I it's mean, you basically got, they porn. Got, they got their fucking dude. shorts pulled up so high that you can see the fucking labias in their vagina. Mm-hmm. They got fucking sheer shirts. You can see nipples on there. But you say shit. In a, they don't like it. In a, in a commercial, they ban that. Yeah. You can be fully nude. No problem. No. Did you, what did you say? Labia? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those pictures? Yeah, no, I have. I just <laughs> pretty graphic. <laughs> you don't want to be scrolling through your phone. It was somebody very... standing over top of you looking at that. It's kind of like ah, that, I wasn't expecting that to come up. It's terrible. Uh, not terrible, but it's like it's, you know, it's, it's basically porn. It is. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like it, dude. Mm. So in my funk that I've been in. I don't know what's going on with me. It's like maybe like a midlife crisis situation. I don't know what's going on with me. It's been like about a week of just like, what am I doing with my life? You ever had that? Yeah, and it was like 25, 30. I was laying in bed. You know what I get it? I always get it around my birthday. Like the night before my birthday, I'm laying in bed and I'm I'm reflecting. And I'm that's why I don't celebrate my birthdays. I'm looking at myself and I'm like, damn, all these goals that I set for myself, I've accomplished I, I said I was going to do this, 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 and that. As years go by, I'm like, I haven't done this, haven't done this, haven't done this, haven't done that, and I'm just sitting there like, fuck. Was a podcast on that list? No, it was nowhere near. It wasn't even. It wasn't even a thought. But look, you've accomplished it. Yeah, but check that box, son. Yeah, Add it but, to your list and check it immediately. No, fuck that. It's cheating because it wasn't on the list. Not? You don't know where life's going to take you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. I, I sit there and I look at it. Yeah, I get it. So, oh, yeah. one of our listeners sent me the shirt. Smooth operator. It says smooth operator. I get it. It's legit. The humor's not lost on me. <sighs> How you like that? I like that shirt. It's mm-hmm. nice, simple. It's like a slate gray. Yeah. It's very soft. Yeah, it's soft. White emboldened letters. Very easy to see. It kind of reminds me some of the shirts on our merch store. 
Oh yeah. It's like the same type of material. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go to askabikeguy.com, click on shop AABG, and uh, get yourself some Asking Black Guy swag. Exactly. Does this shirt make you feel jealous? Kind of, but I don't know what the equivalent would be for me. Oh, I know what it would be. Because the listener sent one in for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Here it goes. Are you ready for this? What does it say? Boom! I'm all ears. It's a little all ears. And it's a little Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't say my name on it. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It says I'm all ears. It doesn't need to say your name. I actually like it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like that color. Yeah. And it's a like, medium, too. Yeah. Well, that'll, that'll know, actually fit me. They know you're 160 fucking pounds, so like, oh, dude, I'll rock that. I'm gonna take a picture of it and put it on the website. Thank you, listener. Appreciate it. Look at this. Yeah, fans hooking us up. Yeah, we got we got uh, swag from fans. Almost said that so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We got swag from fans. Mm-hmm. So it's good shit. As one of our fans that um, emails in all the time, I'm not going to say their email. I'll keep it private, but thank you, fan. Uh, I'll write them a thank you email. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep that. Um, I wanted to bring this up with you. And it's not on our list of topics to talk about today. What's up? But was it the uh, social dilemma? On ah, Netflix, did, I actually got a chance to watch it. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah, isn't that some really disturbing shit? It is disturbing, uh, like wildly disturbing. So, if you know what the social dilemma is, it's a documentary about um, social media sites, Facebook, well, Instagram. Yeah, and it's the big budget. tech. Yeah, it's big tech. Yeah. It's big tech, and it's about Google, Apple. Right. Um, so it's not just limited to social media. It's it's about people who work for like Google, Instagram, Facebook and all that stuff. And what they were saying is that is that the human beings are the product and right. the big companies are the consumers and what's being sold are the people. So like the big tech companies will create these algorithms that direct certain uh, products to your stream um advertising dollars yeah for advertising dollars like they would charge a company to to run some products into your feed like like um, ask a black guy yeah like ask a black guy or something like that like so slim and myself can be sitting next to each other and have the our our pages opened up but we won't we will see two drastically different feeds feeds depend on based on uh our usage and what we do and it's kind of it's kind of weird because it's like if you ever Google something on your phone and you go look for like a pair of let's say you wanted like blue ice skates or something like that and then or all sneakers. of a sudden yeah and it then knows sudden, what sneakers you like yeah then all of a sudden it pops up into your Instagram feed or your Facebook right. feed or something like that and it's all they're all listening they're all watching and I mean it's things your way a lot of stuff you already know if you've read at all about how advertising is directed to your phone and your computer. The scary part was the people that they were interviewing on this knew, like invented these city, like the one guy invented the like button. Yeah. Saw that for, for Facebook and like, they don't work for the companies anymore. They left for 
moral dilemma because they knew after making millions of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I mean, I was. I made two hundred million. This is. But I don't work there anymore. Immoral. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Um. And because of that, they like the one guy created a company to try to change policy in the government to keep up with the unregulated uh, advertising policies and algorithms and the motivation for these big tech companies to harvest all your data and then basically sell you to mm-hmm. other big companies and small businesses and whoever's willing to pay money for advertising. The, the common American probably doesn't even care at all. It sounds scary. But people are so plugged in that they, they are afraid to unplug. Look, you got smart TVs that listen to everything. You got computers that listen. You got phones that listen. People's got Alexa. They got Google Dot. They got Siri in their car. They have hands-off devices in their car. Everything is listening to you all the time. And people are so used to being listened and wa- listened to and watched that, that it would be unnatural for them to unplug and, 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 and no, no. not be monitored. And they know that. And that's not what they're asking people to do. What they were, what they want, is for legislation to keep up with the technology. And we are so far behind. There's no regulation, and because there's no regulation, the problem of misinformation, and that's really what the the documentary is about. It's actually about misinformation mm-hmm. and how it the algorithms don't know what's real and what isn't. So the spread of misinformation happens and it typically happens on extreme sides because mm-hmm. the algorithm s- says to uh, a, a radical right wing person who clicks on all those videos and articles, it's mm-hmm. just going to keep feeding him those videos and articles. Right. So you just end up in your own echo chamber and that's what creates this massive divisiveness that we're seeing right now, because that's how people are getting their news mostly. Um, and the one guy's prediction was terrifying. He said in the short term, like my biggest fear is civil war, civil war. That's out of control. Now, I don't know what that looks like. I don't think it looks anything like the in 1863, <laughs> you know, like where we're like running through the woods with muskets and killing your neighbor. But Maybe it's an information war. It's an ideological war for sure. And it's happening probably right now. I mean, we're seeing it. Um, I don't know. I think I was I think, already in a funk. Then I watched that. I sunk deeper, bro. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> and that is why I don't support social media. You always tell me to get on Facebook, get on Facebook, get on Instagram. Get on no, I don't want to, dude. I don't want any of those personal accounts. You do not have a choice. I absolutely have a choice. No, 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 no. We have a podcast. No. You don't have a choice anymore. Slim has a podcast. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. I don't have a podcast. You know what I mean? Well, Slim needs to get on social media. No, there's no maybe. Because Smooth is on there. So Slim needs to get on. But Ask a Black Guy has one. I see the need. I see the good side. A social media and I want to use it. Divisiveness. Classic, classic right wing weapon. Divisiveness. Look at you. Left wing. Just spewing all your little 
stuff. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, man. It's early in the morning. You're not clicking right now. I don't like early mornings. And I got coffee. That's You're firing on three cylinders right now. Well, that's impossible because I only got two. <laughs> and uh, no. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I, I completely get it. I completely get it. But no. But that's why I brought it up because when I was watching it, I kept thinking about how you bust my balls about not having a social media account. I'm still going to bust And I used though. to. And I fucking deleted it. And I, it was one of the most liberating experiences I ever had. I had one. I had two, actually. Hmm. And I'm gone. you, living on the edge. You're a wild man, Slim. Gone. A wild man. And you know what? I could. I know I could. Oh, I Get know. rid of this thing. I'll get rid of your phone? Yeah. And never and go get a flip phone, and never look back. I know I could do it. You know who has a, a flip phone? I know. <laughs> yeah, somebody we work with has a flip phone. And you know what? He's fine. I, he's fine, and I completely respect him for it. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to turn out to be better than us because of it. He's already better than us. Yeah, he's yeah, a good he's, dude. Like he's he's not an he, asshole. He's beyond better than us. Yeah. Way better than us. We're in the same category with that guy. It's a good dude. He's a, he's a good guy. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm an asshole. Yeah. He's a good guy. I'm a piece of shit. Um, I mean, that's really aggressive. You might be like a wet fart. You're not like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, asshole for sure. Mm hmm. All right. I'll go with that. Anyhow, you want to get to some topics? Yeah. What do we got? Let's talk. I don't I know like, what he got over there. I like how you, you got warmed the list. It up. Oh, did you not write anything down? I, I don't. I mean, it's right there. This is my list. It's the same list. I pull out a, a notepad and a paper so I can write down our thoughts, our topics as we go, and I can jot down notes in between. I don't want you to read my notes. They're my topics. That I, want to, I gave you, you. First of all, you, you came today unprepared. You didn't have your. You notepad, you didn't have a pen. That's right. I had to give you paper. Mm-hmm. I had to give you something to lean on the paper because you, your pen would have went through if you didn't. That's right. And then we talked about topics. We we spent fifteen minutes talking about topics, mm-hmm. almost twenty. And you wrote them all down. And you didn't write down a fucking thing. As I have everything. What happens? If, what happens if I get off track? And you can't follow the the, the uh, format for the for the podcast. I just lean two inches to the left and I read yours. I am fucking speechless. <laughs> Are you done? You want to get on with the show now? I don't even know how to lean into this now because you already broke my concentration. I'll do it. Oh, would you? Would, yeah. you, would you like to read from my pad? I'll, I'll take control of the show. Thank you. Oh. Hmm. I'll steer the ship. Classic. Must be the must be the white in you. Want to take over shit, huh? You just want to take control <laughs> of the show, huh? And when, when you're not, I'm hmm. there to help you out. <sighs> what do you want to start with? We got yeah, a lot of depends. options. Oh, well, the first one is uh, mixed households. Somebody wrote in about mixed households. Actually, it was about. Dale. 
Oh, yeah. Dale wrote it about McSalto. Yeah. Good job, Dale. Yeah, like thanks, that. dude. All right, what did he say? He was asking... I don't know. Specifically, what do you have it written down? Well, I have little subtopics underneath because I wrote down notes as we were talking right. because uh, I like I actually was prepared. You weren't that prepared then, were you? Uh, I was very prepared. So, all right, mixed mixed race households, right? Black and any other race. How should a black man or woman advise their children? For example, you're mixed in the house, but to the rest of the world, you would be considered black if it was, for instance, a black-white interracial marriage. Okay. And what's the question again? How should a black man or woman advise their children? Oh, you give them the regular advice. You give them the regular kid. I don't know. I mean, if they look black, you're black. Period. Yeah. I think that's the point, right? If you like Patrick Mahomes, you're black. Right. Period. Like, and that dude's one of the lightest skinned black guys I've ever seen. Yeah. And you, you can't falter from that because that's, that's very he, he, important. He's, comes from a mixed race household, right? I, I would imagine. So. I believe so. I mean, he's really light skinned. Yeah, he's super, super light. Now, can you... Have you ever seen this? Have you ever seen two black parents with like a super light skinned... Yeah, my kids are child. Yeah, my kids are super light skinned. Lighter than you. Yeah, way lighter than me. Really? Yeah, like uh, so. That's what they were saying about the. I don't know if you ever heard before. Like with like the power of blackness, like the 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 different like color combinations they were saying. So black two black people can get together, dark as fucking midnight, yeah, and make a kid that's high fucking yellow. You know, really. Two white people get together, they can only make like. I like it. <laughs> you know, so you say like, it's the, that it's the black melanin. genetics have a wider array, yeah. and more diversity. Yeah, it's like uh, um, it's like uh, it's the melanin. It's the melanin. Like it, it, it goes heavy. It goes light. It depends. It depends on the uh, <laughs> genetic makeup. Well, I mean that makes sense. Like if you had like black lab puppy or black labs that bred, you could get you like using, a yellow are, lab. Are you using? Are you really going to use the Punnett square? The That's the Punnett yeah, square. That yeah, is the Punnett square. square. <laughs> you know what that is? Yes. <laughs> is that what it's called? So, yes, it's Punnett square. The Punnett square. So if you've never I taken a biology class, in a long time. Uh, they te- they teach they teach you about uh, dominant and recessive genes. Yeah. And they use the Punnett square, and they use a capital letter for a dominant gene and lowercase letter for. Uh, a recessive gene and everybody carries a dominant trait and a recessive trait or you might carry a dominant trait recessive trait depending on the genes from your mother and your father they mix and that's called the Punnett square and one of the classic um examples are the lab the la- the was it labrador mm-hmm. labradoodle yeah labrador retrievers lab- retrievers the puppies and some of them are gold some of them are black and then it's uh, the mix of the genes would determine the likelihood of having gold puppies or black puppies. Yeah. And how many of them have it? Was something it breaks different. it down into probability. Yeah, it was, there's a probability. It was, so it was gold puppies, black puppies, and it was something else. It was like a, a mix because it was like brown. Brown. Yeah. Right. So, and uh, <laughs> he used the, uh, the classic <laughs> Punnett square. The um, other one that they use a lot is uh, eye color. You can predict eye color. Yeah, the probability of what your child's uh, eye color is going to be. Yeah, they, you know, 
based on dominant recessive genes. These are my kids when they were younger. Oh, yeah. See how light they are? Yeah. Yeah. Super light skin. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. You know? Does that change at all? As it gets older? Yeah. Sometimes it gets darker depending on the sun, but but not really. It's a good picture. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Sharp sharp looking family. Yeah, I got good genes, man. What can I say? You know, that's what it is. They got it on us. (laughs) So, oh, so. What's that, what that sound? What's the new iPhone update? It changes everything. It, it's weird. I don't like it. I, it is actually a pretty good update. It's really good. Anyhow, yeah. Going back so, to so yeah, you you uh you teach your kids if they're black, you know, you're black because there's certain rules. You yeah, and unfortunately, there's certain things we got to teach black kids that we don't have to really. I don't know if you really have to teach white kids or if they don't teach white kids. I don't know, but you gotta like you know. Just, just certain shit that we can't get away from culturally. We got to tell the kids about. It. You got to make them aware. You can't leave them in the bubble because this world will fucking chew them up and spit them out. But you got to prepare them. So, prepare for what? What do you mean? For all kinds of shit. How to operate when you're in public. How to, you know, know what they're, they're like. Hey, yeah, but you do that. The racial devices are too. Like you know, what I mean, like I. So, for instance, my daughter goes. Do you teach that, or do you? Explain it as it happens. No, like, I, because I what? Because, because what if it never happens? This is this is my thing here. So uh, uh-huh. like, let me pose a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have a there's a, a like your child's very light skinned mm-hmm. and doesn't really experience racism in their life mm-hmm. as they're a kid, but you're teaching that this device exists, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that is that how you raise yes. your children essentially? Yes. Okay, I have to. And have they experienced anything? Have they come to you and said, hey, dad, you know. My daughter's had one situation which she, I don't think she was aware of it. And I had to like pull her to the side and explain. Is that when you. No. So uh, I try to. It, it depends. It depends on their age. So I, I try to like interject it a little bit, you know, just to get them aware of it. Um my daughter goes to a predominantly white school and lives in a predominantly white neighborhood. And I got to, but sometimes she don't understand why, you know, certain shit is happening and she doesn't understand like why I'm behaving a certain way. Example. Like, or is it too hard to, it's, it's, it's not hard to explain, but it's like, you have to understand the context. Like, so when we get like certain stares, like she doesn't pick up on it. You know what I mean? Or I'll get certain attitudes from certain people. Like she won't pick up on it. Like I gotta explain it to her. Like I, I, I have to explain it to her. Like, um, and I try to prepare him because I don't want her first knowledge of and I won't even call just racism, um, because there's bias too that just kick in and people's prejudice without them just being racist. You know what I mean? Like, so there's bias and prejudice that are out there just because she is black, you know, based on what they've been fed throughout their lifetime. So I got to explain certain things to her. So if it ever comes up and she ever experiences it, the first time she's being made aware of it is not out in public where she doesn't know how to respond or react to it. Same thing with my son. Like I'll try to like, you know, like, Hey, sometimes this could happen. This could happen. That could happen. If this happens, I need you to respond in this way. Because if you don't, this is what's going to happen. Like, or this is the potential of what could happen. I have to prepare them for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just have to. Like, I can't. I got to tell my son, like, 
if you're wearing a hoodie at nighttime, take the hood down. Don't walk into the stores with your hood on because you're going to be looked at as a fucking threat or a problem just because you're black. Same white kids can do the same thing and just be looked at as a group of white kids wearing hoodies. Like, from just the biases and the prejudice that people hold, like, just regardless. So I had to teach my kids that, you know, at a young age, because it can happen any any time. Like, I can't wait till you're 12, 13, or 14, or 15, and try to explain it to you. Look at Trayvon Martin. He was killed at, what, 12, 13? You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait. There's, there's no there's no age where you can be like, okay, hey, this now you can start talking to your kids about this. You just got to life is real she's real and you gotta be real with your kids like i guess my question in that was does it make them hypersensitive to that like are they would they read into it too much and say that's racism or say that's a biased prejudice when all it really was was somebody was having a bad day Mm -hmm. and would it would or treated everybody that way that day regardless of race i would I would rather it be that that be the case where somebody treated my kids that way and they were just having a bad day. Um and my kids perceive it the way I presented it to them versus that happening and they not have no knowledge of it and it is what I thought it was going to be like that racism or that prejudice and my kids had no knowledge of it and they fell victim because they didn't know how to perform in that situation. So I'd rather prepare them for that. And if they see it, judge it as best as they could. Uh, and if it turns out to be that, they could, they're prepared. But if it turns out not to be that and only be somebody's having a bad day, then the only thing that can happen from that is probably they're just having a bad day. And but how do you determine that? How, you can't. You can't. That's. I guess so, that's the problem, though, with that. Well, well here's the thing. It, you you can't determine <clears throat> what someone's going to do. But like I said before, if I'm prepared for it and it goes that way in that negative way, then I'm prepared to handle it in that negative way. But also, if I'm prepared for it and it doesn't go the negative way, it goes the opposite way, then that's better for me because I'm still prepared to handle it if it went negative. It's like I said before, like every white male that I meet, over the age 50, I expect to be, you know, racist until they prove me different or I mean, not racist, but like I expect there to be some kind of like racial issues until they prove me different based on my experiences. So if they are, I'm prepared. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I was ready for that. But if they're not, I'm like, oh, great. This is great. This is great. I don't, I don't have to worry about that. Like, good. You know, so I, I do my kids the same way. I prep them. You prepare for the worst. You hope for the best. You, you have to. Now, do you treat? that person over 50 any differently before no. or after you find out? No, no, I don't give a shit. You can be, you can be an asshole. You'd be a racist. So you're just you mentally, know? I'm just mentally prepared. preparing for that. Yep. Mentally prepared. Right. Like just in case, like if it goes that way, I'm, I, I've already played scenes out in my head and expected it and expected it. So I know how to react in four out of seven of the situations that could play out. You know right. what I mean? So I have a I have a a basis to fall back on, you know, to where to pull my cards from on my behavior. Like if, if this goes that way, I just know like I'm prepared for it. And you don't think that's detrimental at all? 
in any relationships or did it spoil anything? No, because I'm not the one. I'm not the one. Would have gone a different way. No, I'm not the one who's actively um, doing the wrong. Like, I'm just prepping myself for if it happens, I'm prepared. But in a way, like subconsciously, you're expecting it. Yes, I'm expect. I'm always expecting it. You don't think that that has some negative effect on you? Like, it does. No, it doesn't. It doesn't change how I am. Like, if I see you, I'm still gonna speak. I'm still gonna be myself. But like, I've spoken to people in passing, just and people just completely fucking ignore me. Like, like, oh fuck that guy. Like, so all right, cool. That's not a problem. I just keep it going. And. uh, it brings me back to my original point is one of that person was just just an asshole. Doesn't have anything to do with race. Or they were just having a bad day, didn't hear you, something, right? Mm-hmm. There's some other explanation other than race. Yeah. That's well, probably more likely than not. Well, if that's the case, then my day still continue the way it was going to continue. But do you forever think about that person? No. As that I, person was racist. Once, it's, once they're gone. It's, that's the gone. danger that I see. No. Once, I, once, I, once I'm past it, it's gone. That's you it. don't think about it anymore. No, I'm done. But I but I prepared myself for that situation. If it does turn out that way, I know how I need to react. How I need it just to seems if you're always suspicious of white people. No, it's not just white people. It's just people in general. But but yeah, like but you know but what my I mean? specific my like, specific that could be exhausting. On no, your my specific my specific um, example were white males over the age of fifty. Um, but that was based on my experience, like I said before. So no, it's not exhausting. But if you if you prove me wrong, then you prove me wrong. Like I'm I'm not going out there like, oh, you're definitely racist, or you're well. I'm but they not, have to interact with you to do that. Yeah, I'm not going out. I'm not going out like, oh, you're racist. You're racist. You're racist. No, I'm like, if you're racist, all right, I'm prepared for it. If you're not, great. That's, that's just basically what it is. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I can deal with that. Right. I don't have a problem with that. So, it's interesting. Yeah. So. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta fucking, you gotta teach the kids. You gotta teach them early because if you don't teach them, guess what? The world's gonna teach them, and this shit starts very young. Now it's interesting because, like, when I raised the way I raised my daughter is, you just treat everybody the same, mm-hmm. right? And one of her best friends at school, before she moved to his other school, her was a black girl. Mm. And uh, but you moved to the other school. I wonder why. It's well, my wife changed school. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. She works. She works. Sure. 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 Okay. All right. <laughs> it's still a public school. <laughs> it's not like it went to like a, a $50,000 a year, all white. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't make any money. I'm Believe just, me. I'm just busting your balls. Just <laughs> no, but I get it. You know, and of course, she sees me with you. So that gets me a lot of points. You know, except for the first time she hit under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you're right she did that you're a giant guy yeah. it's terrifying well i haven't seen well i haven't seen her since she was born that's that's why it's been a while i was going for like yeah. what, four years five years i've been away yeah, for like a long time and i how does she know she's eight yeah i've been i haven't seen her since she was she was a baby Mm-hmm. We were we were living in the in the murder house. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's how I go. So it's interesting. Like your conversations with your kids are preparing them to deal with, with the, the potential of racism. Yes, and and for me, 
the exact opposite. It's you're treating everybody the same. And my, my, my hope is that she grows up and she's not th- ever threatening or racist no. to anybody of color. But it's my hope too. For my, you kids. know, like that's, and, but I, I was wondering, you know, when you, you growing up and always having that thought in your head mm-hmm. that this person is going to be racist to me or have some prejudice unbeknownst to them, like mm-hmm. just seems exhausting. Well, it is exhausting, but you know what else is more exhausting? But is having to live through it. Do you think that you ever made a or uh, made a mistake, mislabeled somebody as a racist when when really it was just them having a bad day or didn't hear you or it was some offhanded comment that really wasn't directed towards race at all? Off the top of my head, I would like to say no, but I can't one hundred percent. Yeah, verify that. because how how could you? I mean. Yeah. It's kind of a loaded question, I guess. Yeah. I would like to say no. I, I honestly would like to say no, but like, you know, I, unfortunately, the world I live in, I, I. So I'm a people watcher. I, I watch, love watching people. I watch people. I watch body language. I like people. I like people. I read body you know? language. I read people's behaviors. I read inflections and in voices. Like I think know, I'm good I at that people. too. Yeah, that's what I do. So when I see shit, I kind of have to attribute it to something. Like, what is it? What is it? And I try to go with the most logical explanation for the situation that's being presented, you know? And sometimes it comes off like, oh, this lady's definitely probably because I'm black. Like, you know, and or this person probably because I'm black. Like, uh, I got a perfect example for you. It mm-hmm. happened on my way into your house. Yeah. Just now. We you and I mm-hmm. saw the same thing and we had two totally different perspectives on it. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's paint the picture. Mm-hmm. There was a white lady walking down the street with two kids. Mm-hmm. And they all were masked up. Just nobody around them, terrified of the COVID, walking down the street. <laughs> I mean it's and she had panic in her eyes. The, mo- the mom had, she just looked very nervous. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were standing out on your front stoop and I was coming up from my car to meet you. Mm-hmm. All right. She looked at me with panic in her eyes and I didn't have a mask on. And mm-hmm. I walked behind her and she kind of grabbed her kids like a mama bear real close. Like I was a germ threat and like moved around me. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And she moved on, but she looked at my eyes and gave me like a, a real disappointed look that I wasn't wearing a mask. I don't wear a mask outside. I just don't do it. Then she walks by you, gives you the same look, the same exact look. And you weren't wearing a mask either. You were actually standing like in your doorway. In my doorway. In your doorway. Opening my goddamn door. And she gives you the same look. I think my look was a little different. <laughs> no, but see, it wasn't. I saw it. I think you didn't see my different. look. Mm. Uh, but I saw your look and I experienced mine. Yeah, fuck that lady. It was the same look. Now, my perspective was is that she was pissed that we weren't wearing masks. Your immediate <laughs> perspective was she was racist 
Oh, I didn't say my race. No, and, fuck. Well, no, I didn't say that. Or prejudice. I didn't, I didn't say that. I just said she gave me a look. She gave no, me a look. But it's like said, a little but fucking dirty look. Dude, be honest with yourself. You, the I know where I would have took yeah, it. You were going in that direction of... The, the, you even said, dude, this shit happens to me all the time. Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a perfect example of that. You're always living with that suspicion in your head. Mm-hmm. I am not. I interpreted it as that she was really upset with me for not wearing a mask. And you interpreted it as, what the fuck are you doing in this neighborhood? <laughs> you're black. You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's how I normally interpret it. That's but do you see the difference there? That's the danger that I think comes with the territory the way you live in your head. Well, I have I'm to. not saying that's your fault. No, yeah. it is uh, my fault because I have to. Well, it's not because, your fault. Because, because if I do get that and I'm not aware of it, guess what happens? I get fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I need to be aware. I need to be hypersensitive to it. Yes. <laughs> I guess in the end, it doesn't really matter because the lady irritated me and yeah. she irritated you. Yes. So she irritated both of us. For totally separate reasons. <laughs> but it's just a good example of what that mentality is like. Is it not? Yeah. I agree. It's a good example, right? Yeah, it just happened. Okay example. I don't know if it was a good example. I'm sorry. I don't know. I think, see, I think you're... What? Are you being introspective there? Like, are you thinking about that? I mean, like, maybe she wasn't racist. No. See, but how how can you? Maybe she wasn't racist at all. Maybe she really hated well, first you. Of all, I didn't say she was racist. Y- y- that was the the innuendo that you you made. Absolutely, dude. I was thinking the lady was a bitch. Honestly, I don't know if I can say I thought she was racist. Well, but she did shoot me a look, look and I didn't it? like it. <laughs> and my look back to her was "fuck you too, lady." <laughs> yeah, that was my look. I don't know if I can say that I thought she was racist. Well, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, racism, mm. prejudice, bias that she's not aware of. She gave you a look that you thought was somehow linked to race. That was where your head was. No. Oh, stop. See, it's impossible no. to talk to you. This is ridiculous. No. I didn't think she was a racist. She did give me a look and I gave her a look back like, fuck you, bitch. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> I didn't get a chance to actually... I didn't get a chance to actually delve down into that and, and, and maybe I would have wanted it up at that I, point. I would maybe, bet but my salary that would have ended up in this. If you weren't there, maybe maybe I would have gotten down into that, but I didn't. So, <laughs> it is what it is. Anyhow. Uh, but speaking of like the mixed households, uh, we also have to talk about like like growing up black versus growing up white. However you... Uh, as far as like but, discipline? Oh, yeah. So, definitely discipline. So, I got my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Growing up, black. I mean, I got my ass whooped a lot. Uh, we talked to that's before. pretty common. Yeah. So uh, I don't think I don't know how many. I mean, is that, I mean, it's a question. Is that yeah, common? Yeah, yeah, you get your ass whooped. Yeah, that's no, still it, common. You got them right. You got them right. It's still common. Uh, I don't know how common that is in white near in, in white families where they, they beat their kids. Uh, I never got hit. No. No. Dude, I just get my ass whooped. I mean, there was a strong 
disciplinarian in my household. My father was a scary man, right? But he never hit me. He was scary in other ways. I got my ass whipped all the time, and uh, I got my ass whipped. Now there's nothing like so. If you get like a mixed race couple or a blended family, and you come in and you got two kids and you whoop ass, and she has two kids and she doesn't whoop ass, like how do you discipline the kids? Because mm-hmm. now I'm whooping my kids' ass, but your kids don't get ass whooping. It's like that's true. It's like what the fuck. I mean, I don't know how com- if it's just a commonly accepted way to discipline kids in the black community. Yeah, I, I mean, you're saying it well, is. You got, so you, I'll take I'll take let's, you, I'll take your word on it. You got to, and, uh, and it's and the I, opposite in the white culture. You got to, because uh, like I said, black people are treated differently out in the community, and it was like there's a there was a saying that I used to always say growing up, especially with like raising kids, and it's going to sound fucked up, especially for the time that we in, but it goes beat your kids. So the cops don't have to like <laughs> it sounds fucked up, but it's like, I can't, I can't let you go and operate in this world without discipline because you throw a temper tantrum. Like you see white kids on TV do you don't have those same privileges that they got. So the way you behave versus the way Billy behaves, Billy going home at the end of the day, you might get fucked up. So I can't have you out there just, willy-nilly doing whatever the fuck you want to do there are just like just like in the world in this house there are a set of rules and standards you need to follow these rules and standards if you don't punishment comes so the punishment is either you get privileges taken away from you or you get your ass whooped mm-hmm. in the real world uh once you start breaking laws and rules you go to jail mm-hmm. or you get killed stakes are high you get killed by either the cops or you get killed by people in the street. So you have to learn how to operate in society. Yeah. And discipline is... It's key. Yeah. It's key. And um, it also builds character. And don't get me wrong. Ass whooping ain't the first thing I go to. I'll tell my kids, listen, one time, boom. This is what I expect. Are you doing this? No. Hit. This is what you can and can't do. Here's how I want you to correct it. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Second time... Hey, we talked about this before. I need you to fix this. Like, I'll go in more detail. Maybe you didn't understand it. Maybe I failed to give you the direction that you needed it. Or maybe I failed to make sure you understood what I wanted from you. Mm. And then I need to, I'll get clarification that you understand exactly what I fully expect from you before I walk away from you. The third time, there's no conversation. There's no conversation. There's times ass open. <laughs> Seriously, my, my father used to tell me there's some mistakes in life that you can only make one time. Period. Right. Like, so uh, discipline is huge. Um, if you uh, sat down, and let's just take like a smattering of white families in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you talk like that, you would have the cops call on you for like. It's so frowned upon <laughs> to, you know, to do that because every black <laughs> listener knows that when you were a kid. <laughs> And your mom or dad whoop your ass and you say, I'm calling the cops or I'm calling social services. And your mom is like, your mom and dad, go ahead and call them. I don't care. I'll whoop their ass too. Or they can take you. Like, like we every that was a that was a that was a yeah. stable in the black house. Or like it's you got your ass whooped. Yeah, you 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 threaten to call social services or the cops on your parents for whooping your ass. It's like, and black parents, black parents are like, and and what? Go ahead you and call did that, Like you did that in my neighborhood. I pro- 
my ass probably be taken away in cuffs. No, not black neighborhoods. It's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying white people are void of it. I mean, of course they. I'm sure there's parents out there that disappoint with uh, with an ass whooping here and there. Mm-hmm. I remember a dude I grew up with. I watched his mom kick the shit out of him with a wooden spoon. Oh, we got to be with a bunch you know, of more, spoons. Probably more than ten times. Mm-hmm. You know, just getting into dumb shit. And when he came in, I mean, his mom would wallop him on the back of his head with a wooden spoon as hard as she could. See, that's just he just took it right there. You, you get hit in the ass with a wooden spoon, maybe the legs. You don't get hit. Boom! In the head right in the it's back like of the head. Get unconscious. That's eight mile shit. <laughs> you gotta lose yourself in the music. The moment you own it, <laughs> what the fuck in the back of the head? You know how big? That's like a baseball bat. It's a wooden spoon. It's not that giant wooden spoon that well, hangs on the wall. you say wooden spoon, black people only see one no, wooden no. spoon. No, no, That it's shit not that. comes back as like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> this is a real thing. cooking <laughs> wooden spoon. Not oh, this like giant. Little, oh, like the little. Witch's cauldron. Oh, like the little. Yeah. The little spoon yeah. that goes in this pot of spaghetti. Yes. No, when you say, when you tell black people the wooden spoon, <laughs> we automatically think about the big one that hang up on the fucking wall. It's like three foot. That's three why I said long. it. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. That little ass wooden spoon ain't knocking anybody he out. Got hit with a cooking spoon. <laughs> no, we're talking about the wooden spoon, like the, yeah. the fucking ornamental, uh, goddamn, yeah, dark brown, the staple, thick, yeah, wooden spoon next to the fucking uh, sp- uh, fork. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it almost became part of the structural integrity of the house. Yeah, yeah, next to Black Jesus. Yeah, right next hey, to Black yeah, Jesus. Yeah, next to Black Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you're uh, saying that's what you got beaten the ass with? Yeah. Wow. You got them right. That's so, aggressive. Wait, wait, what you got to say about black parents? Black parents will beat your ass with whatever they can get their hands on. So whatever's in orange reach is what you get your ass with. Mm. So if you got some bad news to tell your mom, you better wait till she's out of the kitchen. Wait till she's out of the living room because there's a remote to the living room. You better wait she's in the basement near the laundry where all she's got is a couple t-shirts and some socks. Then you can get your ass with the closing basket. Yeah. But whatever, it is what it is. Right. So uh, Yeah, that's uh that's probably I mean again, speaking in generalities, there's probably a big difference there between white and black families oh, yeah. raising kids and discipline for sure. Oh, yeah. oh, you know what else is funny? Um doors. You couldn't close you can't close a door in a black house. Really? You yeah, you can't have no doors closed. Why? How many times I, I, I've been at like my white friends' houses or uh, I've seen on TV where they would have their friends come in, yeah, they go in their room, they close the door, yeah, ain't no closing no goddamn doors, no black house. What? Why? Why? Because you don't pay no goddamn bills around here. That's why. Well, why do you need the door open? What is that going to do? Because you don't get no privacy in no black household. That's about privacy. All the doors are open. Yeah. Like, so it's about denying privacy to your child. That's not even, I don't know. It's just you don't get no black. You don't get no fucking doors closed in a black household. Is that how? Is that how it is with your kids? You, you got them right. You don't get no doors, no doors closed. closed. Yeah, you don't get no doors. Now, got them doors. I experienced that when there was like a female involved. Well, there was a lot of parents that were like, "I oh, know you're not going in my daughter's room," you know, with the door closed. But that's oh, of course not. But that's that line. No, yeah. If I was no. hanging out with a bro, 
Oh, mm-hmm. we're playing video games or something? No. The door's no, closed. Ain't no closing no ain't no closing no doors in black people household. Really? Fuck no. No closing no goddamn doors, bro. Why? Just know. just just because of privacy. Yeah, well, you know, you're distracted right now. Screen up something. But come on. Nothing. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't close no doors on black people household. At all. Ask your black friend. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Mind. What's Smooth. <laughs> I, I try to find... <laughs> there's one meme that I, I sent you to. Uh, and it's funny. Oh, is it the moms? Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the black mom is like just straight staring. Yeah, it's like... No, it's like it's like four out of five moms. I, I, gotta, I gotta find it real quick and, I, and I'm gonna tell you what it was. Yeah. And then we'll post it on Instagram. Um... Another thing was growing up black is like cereal boxes. You can't open more than one cereal box at a time. Oh, that drives me crazy. Like I you can't, can't do that. Open up multiple boxes nah. of cereal. No, nah, they go stale. I, I don't play games like that either. Oh, so um, another thing is like parents don't knock. Black parents don't knock uh, when they walk into their kids' room. They just walk in. Well, you said the doors. Are open all the time. Why would they knock? They, they should be open. That's what I'm saying. Doors should be open, but if they close, well, if that's the rule, we walking right I'm not in. Not expecting you to knock. But that's what the meme was. Like it says, four out of five miles. <laughs> not yeah, that's the one. Entering the kids' room, and it's just this and, and, black mom staring. Yeah, so it's 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 five moms, and the first four moms are all white, and the last <laughs> mom is black, staring at the camera like, oh, I ain't knocking on shit. <laughs> and it, and I'll post it on the website so you guys can see it's it. It's pretty funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, we'll yo, get that black up. black parents don't fucking play. Like yo, it's like it's strict. You know, it's strict. Like yo, no, we don't play that shit. I, I gotta be honest. I see it a lot. I think there's too many kids that just go completely undisciplined. Yeah, and they just go unchecked. They're never told no. Uh, and they just run amok all over their parents. And it's embarrassing. I watch it happen to the parents, and I'm embarrassed for them. I'm like, I don't ever want to be that person. No, because uh, you got a four year old screaming at you, telling you what to do. Not on my watch. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't play that shit at all. No, little Johnny, and it's I okay. And I, I'll see. Uh, you can tell no. some parents that don't discipline their kids at all. And the kids get in public, they show the fuck out. And then the parents would try to be like, why are you acting like this? Yeah. Don't do this. I'm a, I'm a, I don't play that. You know, I don't play that. I'm like, yes, you do. Cause if you didn't, he wouldn't be doing it. He wouldn't be yelling right now. You just embarrassed and trying to act like you got some kind of control over the situation. So people don't judge it. Because the reality of that is you wouldn't have to say a word. All you have to do Dude, is look at them. I got my kids to the point where, <laughs> and my nieces and nephews to the point where it's a look. You showing your ass. I shoot you a look from across the room. They stop immediately. Like, oh shit, okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that look, though. You get it. Everybody yeah. knows the look. My parents just shoot me that look, too, all the time. That's what scared me most about my father, mm-hmm. was the look. He got these crazy eyes. Like, you didn't know what was about to happen. Mm. Very unpredictable. <laughs> when, when you got the crazy eyes, watch out. Mm. But I was a pretty good kid. I mean, I didn't cause too much trouble. Yeah, I didn't cause too much trouble either. I got my ass whipped a lot. I didn't cause too much trouble. I just got into shit. <laughs> so, it was right. It was warranted. So. Oh, it's funny. Any other differences you can think of? Mm, I don't know. What have you got? I don't know. Nothing's oh, we weren't allowed to tell our parents what we were going to eat and what we weren't going to eat. 
Oh yeah. Like we didn't have an option of like, oh, I'll eat that. We I didn't have that option either. Yeah. And my daughter doesn't have that option now. Yeah, my kids don't have that option. The line in my house was, "What do you think? This is a restaurant, son." I remember one time my daughter told me, "Restaurant, one time, you're gonna eat what you mother made." I remember one time, <laughs> my daughter was like six, and she was like, "I think her mom was like, yeah, uh, almost said her name." She's like, "She said she wants to be a vegetarian." I'm like, "Not in this house. We got chicken tonight." So yeah, she can be a vegetarian when she's at your house. Not gonna tell me you're gonna be a vegetarian. What? <laughs> you, you turn 16, 17. You turn 15, 16, and that's the decision you make. All right, so be it. Five? No way. Six? No. My I'm daughter went through that phase too, saying she didn't like meat. And, and we try. Like, I was like, all right, you don't like meat, but you're gonna have a shit ton of vegetables in. Like, you're not gonna ask me for a dessert or cereal as soon as. Dinner's over. Yeah. Like, that's not how that works. You yeah, know. <laughs> you don't get to say, I don't want meat. Slick tricks, bro. You know? No. But you're right. If she's 16, 17, wants to try that out, good <laughs> for her. 14, 15, but not that like five She's not six. buying groceries. Yeah, she's not, not cooking. Then she doesn't get a choice. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's <laughs> how that works. But it's her. You know what? I've noticed a big difference what? between when I was a kid and now is TV. First of all, there's a ton of TVs in the house usually, yeah. right? So there's options. Now, in my house, we have one TV. I don't have multiple TVs in my house. Mm-hmm. I got one in the kitchen, but it's not hooked up to anything except for like a couple news stations, you know, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like when I was a kid, you were a kid, you just watched what the fuck was on TV. All right. There was no choices. No, you didn't. You got have. home from school. Uh, there uh, was like, uh, wait, wait. Wishbone was on or yeah. some PBS garbage. Fox, X-Men. Yeah. Some <laughs> cartoons. You know, like Looney Tunes. Oh, Looney Tiny Tunes? Tiny, Tiny Tunes was always on. Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain. That's Animaniacs. But that was, yeah. There. That was on though. That was yeah. after school. That was always on. Mm-hmm. I think it was on WB actually. We talked about that. But, uh, now, you just turn on Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. Amazon, Disney Plus. You can watch whatever you want, dude. Whatever you want. Back in the day, we used to, have to go to Blockbuster. Remember to go to Blockbuster? Oh, dude. And that you was get the, the fee for not rewinding the tape? Oh, dude, it's crazy. 50 cents fee. Yeah, man. It's, it's nuts. And they make sure you rewind the tape and they make sure you, you bring it back on time and you get another fee. They would hit you with a late fee? Yeah. Like $3. Late you know? fee, not rewinding it. I used to rent games from Blockbusters. Yep. Remember PlayStation One? That was the like that was the thing to do on a Friday, yep. Saturday night. Go to Blockbuster. Yep. Buy some movies or rent some movies. Mm-hmm. Buy some popcorn because they had everything there. They had everything popcorn, candy. They had soda, that candy. You can walk around the store, pick out your little video, pick out your little movies. The parents are usually get a, kid, a, a movie for the kids and a movie for themselves. I remember. Uh, like the smell in there of that mm-hmm. place. Hey, little Blockbuster card. They all smelled the same. Yeah. Blockbuster Friday night, Saturday night. Blockbuster that was it. popping too. Yep. Lines for days. <laughs> yeah, it was like you would have to wait in a line. And that's where they put all the candy and the popcorn and the. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Mm-hmm. And who else? Who else? There was somebody else that tried to rival Blockbuster, wasn't it? There was a bunch of different. It was like California Video. Yeah, California Video. 
They didn't Buster, last. Show, uh, there was one called Showtime Video or... And then Comcast came out with the... Uh, and then Netflix just destroyed it. With Comcast the came out with the on-demand library. And that was giving them the first... Yeah. And then Netflix came out. So there's, a, there's still a blockbuster around. I think the last one just closed. Yeah, but what it is is it's it's uh it's like an Airbnb, so you could you could rent it <laughs> and have like stay in it overnight, like bring your friends, like have a retro blockbuster like experience or something like that. That's funny. That's weird. Yeah, well, you know, some people. That's funny. People like you know. But yeah, I mean, my daughter, she'll sit there, like I want to watch this, I want to watch that. I'm like, no. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. my old man had the remote. And I didn't touch it. That's what you watch. And I watched too. Whatever he was watching. When I got home from school, you know what I watched? Whatever my grandma was fucking watching. Uh, Guiding guide Light, As the World Turns. Yeah, it's terrible What's stuff. What's all the other soap operas? I knew Victor. Victor from uh, one of the soap operas. Him. He yeah. was. He was. He was a monster. He was Your grandma stories. Yeah, grandma stories. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, touched by an angel. As the world turned, God and light, God and light. What was the other one? I'm missing some more. I was trying to tell and explain to my daughter when you stayed home sick from school, mm-hmm. it was the worst because daytime television it was, was terrible. fucking depressing. I, mm-hmm. I remember being really sad mm-hmm. because you think that the morning cartoons. Are just on forever all day. No, no. It goes to the stories, and Murray, and yep. Jerry Springer. Just horrible, horrible so, shows. I remember being a kid, staying home from school, and I remember watching. Uh, after the sh- after the cartoons go off in the morning, remember like Mighty Max, Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. all that stuff like that. James Bond Junior used to be on in the morning. There used to be like a a, a, a cop cartoon that used to be on. They had like a robot dog. I can't remember the name. Inspector of Gadget. It. No, no, Inspector Gadget was on there, but it was another one. I can't remember the name of, it, but it had a black police chief or something like that. His name was Bullet. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, I was. I can't remember the name. I always forget it, but it was on. <laughs> and after the cartoons went off, then you start getting shows like Small Wonder or Vicky. She was a robot, and her parents like you know they made her obviously. And then Alf would come on. Alf. And then uh, Hogan's Heroes. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that. I used to watch, um, what else? Rocky and Bullwinkle used to come on too. And then it was like, uh, was it Mork and Mindy? I want to say. Yeah, it was always these like 70s sitcoms, 70s, yeah. 80s sitcoms. It was yeah. so, oh, Three's Company was on. It would come on around it towards the yeah. afternoon. So, yeah, I watched that when I stayed home. But other than that, it was Jefferson's. Jefferson's. Jefferson's yep. actually over always on. Yep. That's how I knew about the Jeffersons. That's when I watched them. I would watch that, and then, um, but when I got home, my grandma had her stories on from three to five or six. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah, forget it. No cartoons. Cartoons would come back on like around three though, between three to six. Yeah, yeah. When you kids got home from school. Yeah. But you just couldn't watch it because well, somebody else watched watch TV. It, yeah. You better have extra TV in the house. My old man always had uh, sitcoms on it. Evening, it was Seinfeld mm. and rerun. My dad used to watch Seinfeld when I when I was younger. When I was in middle school, he was watching Seinfeld. Some other ones too. I can't remember, mm. but it was the same shit every day. Yeah, my grandma, man, she used to watch every night. She used to watch Matlock. 
Matlock used to come on at 10 o'clock. Matlock. She watched Matlock. She used to watch. Remember Night Court? Oh, yeah. Matlock, Night, Night Court. Court was pretty funny, dude. You went back and watched Night Court now. It's a pretty funny she watched, she, show. Oh, it, is, it was funny. Yeah. Bull. Remember Bull? And Harry yeah. Harry the Judge would never wear any pants on his, on his robe. <laughs> yeah. She used to watch Night Court. Uh, she used to watch Maud. Remember? And then there's Maud. Yeah. I never liked that show. Uh, she used to watch... Um, Let's see, Mama's Family. I don't even know Mama's what that Family. Is. You know, Mama, Mama's no. Family. Oh, never. Mama's Family was like all in the family with Archie Bunker, but it was a it was a woman, hmm. and she wasn't white, black. She was white, but she wasn't as like she was. I don't even think she was prejudiced, but she was the head of the family, and it was funny. Hmm. It was funny for what I remember. So it was legit. It's funny. Yeah, big differences. But sometimes it's the same. That's the conclusion from this topic. There's some differences in uh, black households and discipline. Yeah. Open and closed doors. Ain't no closed doors in black households. (laughs) Don't close no goddamn doors around here. Don't close no goddamn doors around here. That's what they say. That's Hmm. universal law. There you go. What else we got? You want to do another one or are we going to shut it down? Uh, What do you want to do? Well, um, I mean, man, hour nine. Whew. Yeah, let's shut it down. Let's shut it down because we just found out the other day that our shows actually has limit limits on it. What we can upload. Them yes. Yeah, the long show, uh, demystifying the N word. Mm-hmm. I had to actually trim that back because it wouldn't upload to our website. We mm-hmm. had a limit on. Um, the amount of space we can do per episode, which kind of sucked. I wish I had known that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> you live and learn. Because like I had to cut some content, you know. It's all right. We live but. and learn. We catch on some things. We'll be all right. I think we'll be fine. Um, all right. But what I do want to start doing, like I said before, I want to have like a black history fact per show. I was just thinking the other day, because we curse a lot. So I think we need to have, along with that, a word of the day. Just find a word, a random word out of the dictionary and use that two or three times in the show. Like, the word of the day is blah, blah, blah. I don't even know if you're going to answer the fucking phone to record. <laughs> and you're talking about trying to look up a word in the dictionary every day? Not every and, day. And use it in, a, in our show? Come on. We'll, we'll write it down. Write it on a big piece of paper. It's not realistic. Put it right on the recorder. No? No. Let's just do the show. Let's do it good. Do it real good. Do it now. Do it good. (laughs) Do this show just like we could. Our mics. (laughs) I can't go the rest (laughs) of that. (laughs) Well, we got a lot more really good topics to get to, but we're going to save them for another episode. Mm, I like that. Let's, uh, Let's hit our plugs. Let's do Stateside Vodka. Stateside Vodka, yeah. Our promo code still live, AABG10. We get you 10% off on online orders. Stateside Vodka. Direct from their website. Mm-hmm. You can go to our website, askablackguy.com, and there's a link that will take you directly to Stateside Vodka's website. Shop our merch. Also a link on our website, askablackguy.com. 
and follow us at Ask a Black Guy. Yeah. Am I missing anything? Mm-hmm. Shut it down. Whoop. Nope. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Episode 20. 20. 2-0. Oh, and check Instagram too, because I'll post that, that meme about the uh, the four out of five moms not before entering the door. It's hilarious. Yeah. That's a good meme. So. All right, folks. See you. All right, folks. Hasta luego.